This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode, a new episode, should I say, of the Stella Ray podcast. How is everyone's week going? How is the time change affecting everyone? <laughs> Isn't there like two states that don't do it? I know um, Arizona doesn't. I feel like there's another one. Um, I honestly thought that the full moon, or the full moon, we're going to talk about that next, that the the daylight savings didn't really affect me because I think the day that it happened, it was on a Sunday, right? So I was staying at my grandparents and I was already just like, you know, when you're sleeping and not your own bed and you maybe just like wake up at a different time. And also I had an alarm set for that day. I'm like, I knew that I had to get up and leave. So I just kind of woke up and I felt fine. And then the next day I woke up after a Sunday fun day antic and it was just kind of like, okay, start my day. And I feel like finally now it's kind of like catching up to me. Like this was the first morning where I woke up and I was like, why is it so dark? Like I'm shook. And I just felt like I wanted to keep sleeping. But I still got up though. Um, I always kind of like when it gets darker out earlier. And I feel like right now I'm just kind of like, ew. Like why is it getting dark so late? But I know it's like good. And like especially people that go to work and then they're out of work and it's still like light outside. That's like we we do have to send that, but I don't know. It definitely takes some getting used to, and it's just like I feel like right now I just feel so tired. And there was a full moon. I think it was on Monday or Tuesday, but it was a full moon in Virgo, and I feel like that was really affecting me, like just making me very tired and like you know, Mercury retrograde, which is over now, but there's like a two week shadow period, which basically means it's like returning to its regular positioning in the sky. So it's not like full Mercury retrograde, but it's not like full Mercury regular. So just like kind of keep that in mind. But that's a time as we've discussed of like, you know, looking within and reflecting and stuff. And I've just been doing a lot of that, especially, you know, it's just the perfect storm of Pisces season, full moon, Mercury retrograde, who who can relate? Who has been feeling introspective and just like, like I just feel like um, these past few weeks I have just been really overwhelmed, but then I'm like, there's nothing to be overwhelmed about. So why do I just like feel this way? But, you know, that can really explain it. <laughs> um, full moon in Virgo though, as we know a full moon, like I'm literally yawning right now. Oh my God, who am I? Um, a full moon shines light on areas of your life or just like on your life. Um, you might have realizations. You might learn something about somebody. Someone might expose themselves. Some tea might come to surface. You know, it's like a full moon in the sky. Like light is being shined. Um, so in, you know, Virgo is a sign of practicality and like, getting back to your roots and health and like routines, diet, organization, all of that. So you could have realizations about just like, you know, all of that. Like, is there anything you could be doing to 
just be more organized or healthy or feel better or whatever. Um, and then this is from starsignstyle.com, but they also say, don't overthink things. With Mercury retrograde and air sign Aquarius, we could be in for radical awakenings. Better to be still and chill, allowing what wants to peak and be revealed to do so. <laughs> it could be quite an active popping time, so no need to hype things up even more, is what they say. Mood. Um, yeah. So I've just really been trying to remind myself of like, I guess almost like everything is temporary. Every emotion is temporary. And like, you know, what can I learn from this? And that's so hard to do when you're actually feeling like just emotional or like down or just like not your best self. Um, but just kind of like trying to remind myself of that and like kind of go with the flow, go with the motions instead of like beating myself up over like, why do I not feel like I want to do like a bunch of new stuff? <laughs> no, bitch, it's reflecting time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just really ready for airy season and for all this, you know, ref- reflection to be over because honestly, I just want to have fun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, we are drinking a digest tea, which this is probably making me like, this is probably not going to make me any more you know, energized because I think it has chamomile in it, which is very calming, but I'm getting my nails done. And I feel like if I have a lot of caffeine before that, it makes me like anxious because I'm just like sitting there and I can't move and I'm like, my heart's like racing. So I try to just like relax before that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, new year, new me, new week, new me, new season, new me, new realizations, new me, you know, we can really learn from everything is what I've been what I've been learning. Um, I saw, this is like the main thing of what I wanted to talk about. Oh my God, wait, let me take a sip of my tea. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So somebody posted on their story, this little post, that says, why marriages don't work nowadays? And I'm just going to read this to you, and then we're going to discuss it. So they said... You know why marriages used to work and they don't now? 25 years ago, we weren't texting our exes at 2 a.m. We weren't sending sexy selfies to friends of the opposite sex. Oh, no. (laughs) We weren't texting 50 people in our phone instead of cuddling on the couch with our partner. We didn't have the next option lined up the second something didn't go exactly the way we wanted. We worked on problems and communicated with our partners instead of posting about issues on social media. You want things to work? Stop making your partner compete for your love. Okay, so like on one hand, I understand this because there is this whole new, newer kind of, you know, just availability with social media where we have so many people that we can talk to so many new people basically at our disposal, you know, DMs are a thing. You can like see someone on your explore page and hook up with them the next month. You know, it's just like we have access to a lot more people than before social media, before the internet, all of that. So I do kind of get that, you know, sometimes it can be almost like a challenge, I guess, to 
really invest in somebody because maybe part of you is like, what if someone better comes along? Whereas before, you know, maybe you're confined to your city, your state, your school, whatever, and that's all you have access to unless you like travel somewhere. Um, So I do get that. I'm not saying this is like completely off, but it's like, if you look at how our society is structured and like, I guess just marriage and how we're taught that like the nuclear, (laughs) nuclear family, you know, what that looks like, how it's supposed to be. It's actually very, I mean, I know there's a better word to use in this, but I'm just going to say like toxic. Like if you look at, like what first came to my attention was just substance abuse. And I forget what decade this was in, but you know, all those housewives were like getting addicted to, I really forget what it was. If it was painkillers or like, I think it was that. And then that makes me think of like in Desperate Housewives when she gets addicted to her kid's ADD medication, you know? So there's that. There's like this idea of, you know, what the male's role is and what the female's role is. And that's why people, like, I feel like, okay, so this is what it's supposed to look like. And if you're unhappy in that, it's like, why? Something's wrong with you because this is how things are supposed to be. So just shut up and keep working. And that's why people are, you know, have drinking problems, have substance abuse problems, or just like so unhappy because it's like, they're just living this life that maybe they don't even want to and it's not working for them. They don't feel fulfilled, but it's like, okay, well, this is what I have to do. This is what my parents did. This is what all my friends are doing. This is what people have done for years and years. So, you know, so there's something wrong with me. Like, why is this not working for me? But it's really just like the system isn't working. And divorce rates are actually going down because less people are getting married, you know, when they're fucking 19, which if you do that, that's like, you know, live your life. But you also have to think of like religion also plays a lot into it because people, you know, get married and they say their vows to like God. And then it's like, if you go against that, you're like going against what you swore to God. So just stay with your partner, even if you're so unhappy, even if you're like cheating on each other, you have problems, you know, you want to leave because it's like you made this commitment. And just for the sake of the commitment, you're staying together. So you have to think about like all these other issues. It's not just like, oh, I'm posting a sexy selfie and that's why I'm not like, that's why my marriage isn't working. It's like, no, it's actually a lot deeper than that. And we have to look at all the statistics and examples of like, you know, your classic marriage examples, like not working. Like, I think it's so cool now that like, again, especially with like feminism and all these movements for women, um, you know, it's not like our only purpose in life and the only option is to just become a housewife and a mother, you know, especially, I mean, even before social media, like this was advancing and stuff, but I feel like especially now, not even just like for that example, but for everyone, you can really pursue whatever it is you want. So people are um, putting their careers first and their dreams rather than having a family as soon as they like graduate high school or college, because you can Like, you have the option to wait or to not, you know, have a a family at all if you don't want. Like, I just think that's really – that's actually, like, a good thing. Like, why is marriage, like, the goal? Like, I get the tradition. Like, is it just because it's tradition? Are we scared of being alone? Like, I don't know. And I think I posted this article. I think it was, like, two years ago, but it was an Atlantic article about why – Um, I think it was millennials or maybe millennials and like, what am I? 
I'm like right in the middle of like, is it Generation Z? I don't know, but I'm right in the middle. But I think it was those two generations. Um, and it was just why we're having less sex statistically. And social media did play a big part of that as well as, you know, people are just putting their careers first and their goals first, which is good, especially I feel like for women, because again, we have so many more options now rather than just, I need to get married so I can fulfill my role and purpose in life of becoming a housewife. Like that's not the only option that we have. So again, on one hand, I understand where this post or whoever wrote this post was coming from because it's like, yeah, like Tinder, you know, it's basically Postmates for like fucking, (laughs) but is that really like social media's fault or do we have, like, there's so many common themes all throughout (laughs) eternity, all throughout history And it's like, okay, now we just have more tools to act on our urges and our wants and desires. You know, we don't have to like, I don't know, how did people cheat in the olden days? Like, we don't have to do that. We can just like, I'm I'm not saying we, I'm not a part of this. People can, you know, use their phone, you know, hit up someone in the DMs, like use their second phone. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I just thought that was something really interesting and... I was almost, like, proud of myself for recognizing that about that little, like, (laughs) IG post right away. Because I'm like, yeah, like, fuck that. Like, also, like, why are you so, like, pressed? Like, what's wrong with sending a sexy selfie to your friend? Like, what else did they say? What's wrong with fucking texting your ex at 2 a.m.? Maybe you're lonely. Like, (laughs) we weren't texting 50 people on our phone. Who texts 50 people? We didn't have our next option lined up. It's like, okay, if you're having like problems like that, it's like you need to look with yourself. And also it's like, if you're married, like, are you doing all these things necessarily? Like, is this really why marriage isn't working or is it not working because it's like a very like outdated system and also people like just have unrealistic expectations of like a relationship, you know? Like, what do you mean marriage isn't working? Like divorce rates again are lower because People aren't getting married so young. Like, it just makes sense. Stop making your partner compete for you. It sounds like someone, like, like someone broke up with them. Someone cheated on them through social media. Like, they found out they were texting other people, and so they wrote this. (laughs) Like, that's literally what it sounds like. It sounds very, like, bitter. (laughs) Anyway, let me know what you think about that because – Those were my thoughts as soon as I read that. And I was like, I know I have to talk about this because it's just like very interesting to me. And I'm definitely at that age where like some people are getting married and some people are like, you know, talking about that and feel like ready for that. And a a lot of people also are not. And I think it's really cool that I get to be a part of this generation and this time where like a lot of things are changing in that way. And like, again, we do have all these other options. And especially for me, it's like, you know, I'm – Really just like chilling, looking at my career and myself. Anyway, (laughs) let me know what you think. I just think that's like so fascinating. And um, the book, I never finished it. So like, sorry to that man. But the book, Why Women Have Better Sex Under Socialism, kind of highlights some of these issues. It's not completely about this because it doesn't really talk about like social media in that way and whatnot, but just kind of about the like typical family structure and, 
you know, how women don't benefit from it and like all that and, you know, patriarchy and just like all that. So I should honestly pick that book up again. It's good. Um, anyway, that's honestly all I had to talk about today. I'm going to get a few things done before I go to my nail appointment. Can't wait for all the nail guys to comment. I'm going to get them shorter today. So I kind of wanted them shorter last time, but I don't think I communicated that clearly enough because why are they longer? Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to tweet me a screenshot, IG story me a screenshot, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.